Close to Eastern Wars. Thursday, July 14th, 8.36 Eastern Standard Time. Broadcast is outside of Detroit, Rock City. Welcome to our show. Yeah, a little bit of Who's for You from Warehouse Stories, Ice Cold Ice. I think it'd be a good opening for uh, a show about pillow talk, you know? I wasn't sure. Did you see the email I sent you yesterday as to what we were going to do today? No, I didn't. I didn't see anything. I only texted you twice and said, hey, whatever. Um, doesn't matter. We're here, baby. How you doing, Eric? What does it matter? It's, it, what is it? Is it it's, it's the slow groove tonight, isn't it? Well, it's what relaxes you. That's what ice cold ice. Who's going to do warehouse songs and stories? Okay. You know, that's it. That's what, uh, you know. Everybody puts it on when they want to kind of kick back and relax. You know, read a good book. All right. I don't even know that one. Well, I know. You're not into punk music like I am. Well, I don't know if I'd use punk music for relaxation. Well, you never know. Everybody's a little I different, mean, you know? Right. You know, someone could listen to, you know, what did I say before? Uh, um uh, hardcore acapella jazz could be the thing that relaxes you. Exactly. It might put their mind at ease. Well, right. Whatever whatever turns the the synapses. Whatever floats mush. the engine. Boat. Whatever blows What's your skirt up. Oh, I'm just hanging out, man. Working my little hind end off. You know. Barely. barely. There's... You, um, oh, go ahead. You know, you always uh, have a... Uh, uh, how can I say it? Um, when I kind of throw you off, you're not really sure how to respond. Right. I guess I'm getting that. Yeah. yeah. And you, you um, consistently. I, I don't. It, I've only done it a few times, but I can hear it in your voice. You're like, wait, I'm supposed to do the intro. I've got the intro music. That's <laughs> why I do it. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, and it's. I think like half of the reason. Another mother. I think half the reason anybody ever listens to us is, is that what's Eric going to do to to Bill today, and then how is Bill going to respond? Is he going to be an idiot like usual, or is he going to do something funny like occasionally? Or, we're going um, to change it to the Bill Show. No, no, I don't want the Bill Show. It's the it's the low standards and Eric show. <laughs> Upstairs at where the hell is Bill? I don't know. Right. It 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 doesn't work. You know- Without the goofy dynamic that we have. No, I hear you. I I don't even play enough, like, practical jokes on you at all. No, not even even close. Yeah, but when you do do throw something at me, I'm like, well, does he get it? What Does he understand what we're trying to do here? Did you read the memo? Yeah, did you read the memo? I mean, I mean, really, I, honestly, this is, this is what makes me. We're underdog. We're mutts. Here's proof. His nose is cold. Um, it's just funny. You know, well, once in a while, you just throw shit out, and it's just goofy. And I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do with you. Yeah. Uh, well, our senses of humor are a little different. I think. Oh, definitely. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I, <laughs> we we both row separate boats. You know what I'm talking about? Well, right. I mean, because it's for oh, you. It's strange, I, you know, maybe it's me. I'm a little fucked up. Maybe. But I'm funny. How? I mean, funny. Like I'm a clown. I amuse you. I make you laugh. I'm here to fucking amuse you. 
What do you mean funny? Funny how? How am I funny? I think he's one of the best all-time actors, at least in the last 30 years. <laughs> I love the fact that, what was it, uh, George Carlin says, I don't pray to God. I pray to Joe Pesci. Yeah, yeah. Because no at, least, at least he can get some shit done. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so, no, I mean, the whole, what I was thinking tonight was going to be is, look, there's a lot of fucked up shit happening out there. What I'm trying to do is skirt around the politics without actually talking about the You don't say that word. That's not, we're not about we're not about politics in this show. I know, but I'm skirting around it completely because yeah, shit's happening that's stupid and crazy, and people are doing dumb fucking shit. Well, you and know it's what? driving me up the wall. And let me, I want to know stop you right there. Hold on, let me stop you. Okay, all right. Can I stop you? Sure. I don't do it often. I don't. <laughs> you're, on, you're on such a roll. I can't stop you. But right. Um. Any, <laughs> anyways, I, I was having this conversation with somebody else, and mm-hmm. um. You know, we're, we're or both you and I are, are products of uh, of the seventies. What's up there, Smashy? Um, thanks for well, thanks for briefly stopping in. Hopefully, it was a download. Um, <laughs> we'll but uh, yeah, Carpe and I are both products of the seventies, and you know, we grew up with uh, five channels, and uh, you know, sitting uh, at home for dinner around the dinner table and talking about whatever happened during the day and right. going on, you know, vacations and picnics and, you know, it wasn't like, eating TV, eating dinner in front of the TV. Yeah, exactly. It and t- um, talking. Yeah. And what's happened, I think in the last, geez, I don't know what, probably realistically five or 10 years. I mean, the internet got really big, what, uh, early two thousands, mm-hmm. you know, I can't remember exactly when the internet kind of opened up. It was, um, I remember like, I remember having email DOS based email, in college and that was a big deal i used to go down to the computer room just so i could send an email to my girlfriend at in kalamazoo Ooh. not niagara falls kalamazoo right but it was a big deal it was a really big deal she, um, she's, she was really up in canada but you, you, wouldn't, you, exactly. you, you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't know her. i had to say kalamazoo and for anybody that doesn't know where kalamazoo's at it doesn't matter it's in, i got it's a gal in, in kalamazoo yeah isn't that a song? Um, so, you know, another good one. Yeah, things have changed quite a bit yeah. in the last twenty years, and touch. even the last really, I'll say, five years. Um, it, I think media has gotten out of control, and let's talk about some some political stuff here. Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not doing no, I'm not stuff. saying I'm not saying <laughs> GOP, the blue, the red, Republican, Democrat, not nothing like that. All what right. I'm saying is that and, and this this could be a conversation that would last years or at least maybe until infinity or Google. Um it, it seems like we've got so many news sources these days. Uh-huh. Um we we, you know, I was I was looking at I was flipping through um, uh, my Facebook news or something, and they're reporting on um, some kid's bike that got stolen, uh, a robbery in some Kentucky town uh, in the middle of nowhere that got robbed, and mm-hmm. some kid that got you know bullied in school and pushed and he broke his nose, and there is so much useless information. And you know what? I think the difference is the big difference is is that when we were younger. We never heard about it. Well, right. It's, 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 there's more access to it. Yeah. And my mom, like I go to my mom's house. She's like, oh, Jay, that's great. Did you hear what happened today? And it's like, 
it was a shooting in Detroit. I'm like, well, yeah, there's like 700 shootings or whatever a year. There's people die all the time in Detroit. Who gives a shit? You know, I can't stop it. You can't stop it. You're not related to them. Why worry about it? I can't worry about, a, you know, somebody getting shot in Sri Lanka. You know what I'm saying? But the news reports on it. Oh, Jesus, you know, something happened and, you know, whatever. Well, I think the, the, in, kind of we're, we're, there's a fine line because I'm with you to a point. Yes. Uh, the news careful. is, the news is, well, the news is ubiquitous. It's everywhere. And it talks about everything that happens all the time because of. In real like, time almost. Yeah. But things like the 24 hour news cycle is just ridiculous. But there's certain things that we do need to know about nationally. Like that what? Affect us. Well, nationally, maybe what? I, you know, I, yes, I, it, it is sad when we've somebody got two and a half years for the next, the next election. Well, we've got um, November, we got the midterms and we got to yeah, make sure okay. that some of the well, stupid fucking people don't. Well, aside from all that, what do we need to know? Right. About? Uh, we need to know about the economy, right? Unemployment numbers. Well, and we GDP. need to put people in who are going to have reasonable. Um, yeah, let's forget about legislation. Saying, all these other different things. About. What else do we need to know about? Current economic data, you know, rates, housing, cost of building, whatever. I don't know. It what doesn't else? have to all be economy, though, Eric. Weather. But it's it's good to know what the general populace is thinking overall. But give me the top five things that we need, that we should learn about every day on the news. I don't top know. Top five. Was there a war somewhere? What's our government doing to... You know, sure, help the economy. Um, are we going to actually get some kind of comprehensive health care? Are we going to have some comprehensive uh, laws regarding guns? And are we going to are are the are the assholes in the Supreme Court going to fuck everything up completely? Yeah, Roe versus Wade. Well, I, yeah, I, that's and, important and I, stuff. But why do we have to hear all the other shit? Why do we, we care if somebody gets carjacked in St. Louis? Who cares? I don't care. Well, you care. Or yes, you, it's supposed to, to care a, because it's on the news. No, I care. If it wasn't on the news, you wouldn't care, right? If somebody dies in Florida because of a train accident, did you know the people on the train accident? That? No, no. So why do you care? Because they're part of my tribe. What? What tribe? The U.S. citizen the tribe. No, if somebody gets in a car accident, should you know? Let me get a sentence out. No, I'm I'm being serious. I mean, if somebody gets in a car accident, I'd like to finish a sentence so that should you you know understand. The thing is, is it it it's I care enough because it's another person in my country. No, you don't. Come on, you're so full of crap. It it means something. You care about every sick person, every dying person, every person that died, every person that got an accident that's suffering. Okay, well. Then yeah. def- define care. Define what you mean what by you're care. What you telling me is that because you see it on the media, you care. What do you mean by care? I don't know. Appar- apparently it affects you and it pulls at your heartstrings. Am I and, right? Yeah. And is that a problem? Yeah. Because it's on the media and you don't know it. Or you don't know that person. Why should you care? I don't care about somebody dying from cancer in some other state. Why do I care? Well, I can't help. Is, it's another right. human being. Yeah, but how many people die from cancer every year? A lot. Do you care about every single one of them? It's sad that it happens. Yeah, but we know that. But do you care yeah. about each individual person? Def- Again, what do you mean when you say that? 
I'm going to when you say care, what do you, what exactly do you mean? Does it does it pull okay. my heartstrings? Does do does if you it didn't hear about it completely? Media, if you didn't know about it, would you care? If I didn't know about it, yeah, I would still know that it does occur. It would oh not be it, it would not be in the forefront of my mind. What a democrat! It, it, whatever, call me whatever you want. I'm I'm not either one of those. Mm-hmm. So you can call me whatever you want. I just no. you know. But well, it's just the the thought you're process. Let, you're letting me down. These are my people. You are letting me down. Oh, hey, Jill. Whatever, Eric. You are letting me down, Bill. You're letting me down. You can't be concerned with everybody. You can't. But it's it, again. It's it's the it, it's not it's something done, that I know that I can yeah. ever do. I can't cure cancer. I don't know how to cure cancer. I can't do it. Does yeah. it, if I hear about someone dying of cancer, yeah, I'm kind of bummed. Does it does it ruin my day? No. Yeah, you're changing your tune now. No, that's not. Okay, I never about, said that it was something that would ruin my day. I just and I never you said because that's why I asked you to define what you meant by care. Yeah, you're not getting my point, Jill. Well, I, I got right? your point. I've I've read three levels deep by, beyond your point. You're like, ah, oh, as long as it's on the news, I care. Is what you're telling me. You're on the lake on a paddleboard. Me and Bill are having a discussion about what comes out in the media. I don't care what comes out in the media. My more concern is with all this shit that goes on and what you hear in the media, what do you play in your head? What music do you play in your head to distract you from that and get you into a better mood? Where do you well, go? First of all, I don't watch. I'm, I'm tuning the media out. Good uh, for you. What's up, Jill? Hey, Jill. Hi. You're on the is new pedal board. I am. Don't, don't, don't you work inherently rich? If you're inherently rich and I don't have to um, work anymore for the rest of my life, we'll get married. That's right. Because <laughs> I want to be on a pedal board too. I would like you to be on a pedal board. I would like you to mellow out, you little shit. I'm just challenging you. you you're giving me a you're giving me a political response. What would happen, Jill? Are you breaking up? I think. She's, I think her Idaho. Uh, she's from, out on the lake and she's not getting good Wi-Fi. Can you uh, hear me? Oh, there yeah. she is. There she is. There I am. Back What's on the going beach. On? Not much. I'm out at the lake. I wish that I could do like a video call. Oh, yeah, that would be fun. Don't tempt us. Yeah. Eric will be in the car tomorrow. You never know. You never know. Gonna come you got wealth. Me. I'm tired of working. You got wealth, I'll move. I Eric move wants wealth. to marry rich. <laughs> I want to marry wealth, not rich. Don't get that confused with another man. Oh, jeez. Anyways, um, so what do you got in store for us, El Carpe, since you put this whole uh, podcast together this evening? Well, I was attempting to get to it until I was so rudely interrupted. Yeah. But, um, well, I just wanted to see if you fun. cared about the world. Um, if it's not there, I don't know where it is. Can you hear me? Yep, you're back. Now I'm back. So this one? Yeah, are you uh, are you paddling and rowing or what what are you doing? Is that thing got yeah, a engine? Yeah, I'm on, on the paddleboard. I mean, I'm out in the middle of I'm out in the lake. Has it got an engine on it or are you are you I'm, paddling or are you sitting? I'm surprised standing? I'm surprised I even have service out here. Well, we yeah, are, we are enough. too. Yeah. But I said, "Oh, I got to get I got these for on the first look. You are." Well, she's roboting, so she must be on the lake. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, that's what they call that when you, when you like, uh, when it sounds like you're tinny. Oh, kind of zip in and zip out a little bit. It's called roboting. I don't know. 
Or at least that's what, you know, the smart people around me. All right, you're breaking up, Jill. You're going to have to dial in later. Or love you, dear. Or something or some tinfoil. Yeah. Duct tape a piece of metal to your phone. If anybody doesn't know what that's about, then never mind. Yeah, if you've never had to deal with aerials. Yeah. There she is. I said, do do you need to download Duo and I'll do a video call? Oh, now we're talking. What kind of video call are we talking about? Well, it's not going to be one that's... <laughs> I want to see so you finally like... do the mattress dance. <laughs> yeah, that was my terminology, the mattress dance. The mattress Olympics. I'll do a paddleboard paddle dance for you. All right, now we're talking. Hey, how's Pink Squirrel doing? Uh, uh, we, your phone's breaking up again. We might have to ace you. Damn it. Yeah. Oh, sure. The damn it comes through perfectly. Exactly. <laughs> it comes out crystal clear. Yeah. The, the, the stuff we want to hear. No, wrong. Right. I know. <laughs> what's, that, what's that video thing called? Duos? Duo. Like, duo. It's on Google. No. Oh, duo. The one I use yes. is Menage a Trois. Oh, Jesus. No, I didn't say that. No, he didn't say that. No. Oh. Right. Well, Don't when you get off the pedal board, drop a dime. Maybe we'll chat later. Yeah, we'll we'll be rattling on for oh, at least. Oh, Carpe. Uh, yeah, he's dying to, to get his music in. I could tell. He's. I'm I'm just waiting on you two. I'm just at the bit. Whatever. Monkey lips. Yeah, that's not very nice. Not very nice. How long have I known you? I've known you for like 17 years. Jeez, old Pete. That's why I can call you monkey lips. Because <laughs> I know better. Oh, man. No, so the whole point of the thing was, um, what are we going to, you know, what, what what's the music that puts you in a good mood? What's the put music that puts you in a relaxed mood? And I was I, going for a relaxed mood tonight. Yeah, a little, you know, some of the, some of the nice... Um, you know, and you know, Eric, you and I are both babies of the eighties. So, you know, something like this is going to put you in a relaxed mood. It's like, all right, I just saw some stupid shit on the news, and I don't want to deal with it anymore. I want to put on some tunes. What do I want to do? I'm going to go for some Chardonnay, right? Chardonnay. 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 I suppose. Oh, what would you go? What would you jump into? I'm, I'm thinking. I, I wasn't prepared at all for this podcast. I had a busy day today. Right, because you didn't read your email that I sent you yesterday. And no, I did. I just I haven't given any thought. I actually had a busy day at work today, considering. Rachel. I'm very happy for you. Yeah. A busy day for you means good things, right? Well, rates came down for us quite a bit. Um, I'm trying to let everybody know that. Um, it's good. But uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of some of the. I'm what about? To, I'm trying to think of some of the cool, relaxing, like kickback. Like you know what? I've never heard that song before. I'm so glad you guys played it. Oh. What about this one? Let, we'll just let it go for it. Yeah, I'm gonna let this one go. This is. Uh, from maybe 1985 album. I don't know. I have this one somewhere. You and I saw these guys a couple times together. Yeah. But this is off the album Ocean Rain, and it's Echo and the Bunnymen, and this is the song Ocean Rain. And it's just All right. symphonically beautiful. 
and I, I this is an album that I'll drop the needle and play. Yeah, the whole and thing. Just let it go. There's nothing, and this is one that puts you in a relaxed, kind of happy, kind of relaxed, just yummy mood. I had a big dinner today, so I have to apologize. In case I start belching in your ear. Great. You're welcome. Um, so that's Echo and the Bunnyman, Ocean Rain. The whole album's great. Um, Why don't you play... Um, I'm ready, baby. What do you want? Play Queen to the Stone Age. Fortress. Because that's relaxing. Just play it, will ya? Yeah. I'm just... I'm... I'm making a comment. I'm, not, I'm looking it up right now. Jeez. I should have brought my calamine lotion for the show. I'll bring your freaking calamine. So I can get rid of the chafing. Your calamine lotion. I'm going to fade this out. There you go. You like that good fade? Yeah, I do. Just the way you taught me, man. This Queens of the Stone Age fortress. Yeah, give it a, just give it a minute. Yeah, I'm going to let it play. I'm, I'm not touching. Yeah, let, I'm not clicking. I'm not doing nothing. Chip. I'm going to see what's going on. Just start it right up. I like, if you listen to the words, we, we never play the songs all the way through. We give you a little little snippet. Well, right. And I think give some of it's because we're trying ahead. to avoid copyright strikes. But yeah. honestly, we don't need to play the whole song through. We tell you the title. If you like it, you go find it. Yeah. You, you'd you want, know. for this song, you kind of want to listen to the, to the lyric a little bit. Uh, okay. You listen to Josh Homie come out. Oh, and I do remember. I like this guy's voice. He's. I forgot about this guy. He's somewhat diverse. I like his yeah. music. It's got an edge to it. It's a little bit dark. Right. A little bit sexual. But, I like that. There's nothing uh, wrong with that. Yeah. He does a little bit different than a lot of other uh, artists do. And I, I saw him in concert. Um, I liked concert. I wouldn't say uh-huh. it was the best, but I think it was more the venue. Okay. But if you listen to the lyrics, um, the way he explains the fortress, kind of like a temple, um, it's a good song. And this is the first time I've heard this song, so. Um, but this is very melodical to me. Yeah. It's got a certain. I like the way the guitar keeps coming up and back. It, it, pulls, it pulls you in, you know? Yeah, that steady guitar kind of flows through in that previous set. Now it's going to something else. This is interesting because it's not yeah. the same droning the whole way. He's, um, it's his got a similar theme. Similar. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, his music is, um, is, is similar, but he's pretty diverse. He can, he can really, he can, he can, kind of like the Pixies, they can slow it down and they can, they can pick it up, you know? Alright. Well, I like the, the changes he did with the guitar. Yeah. There's, there's now that sort of droning guitar, and that previous verse, it was more of a sharp guitar. But now think, it's more the rhythm. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I, I think like the... This. The current, I believe, keyboardist is from Berkeley, Ferndale, or Royal Oak, Michigan. It might have been Royal Oak, Michigan. 
Oh, it's okay. Not, it's not a good show. I just didn't, I don't think the venue really suited them. All right. Well, and you hear the, again, I've only heard the name Queens of the Stone Age from you once in a while, and I forgot them. You know, it's just like one of those, oh, yeah, we were talking about that. And whatever. But now listening to this song, this is a good song to choose, especially for the theme we're looking at tonight. This is kind of relaxing, but kind of yeah. makes you think. You know, yeah. and that's the thing. Is, and that's not really what I was looking for tonight, is what's the music that puts you in a place that gets you away from everything else, that, that takes you into that safe space of yours, whatever terminology you want to use. The, the place where, you know, the way I put it, uh, I was putzing around looking at, because some of mine obviously are going to be from the 80s, because you know me, I'm an 80s boy. But it's just finding the music. It's finding that music that puts you in that comfortable place wherever and whenever. What's that music? And this one, I can see this. Yeah. But because it's new, I don't have a touchstone for it. Like if I were to pull up, you know, uh, Echo and the Bunnymen, Ocean Rain, I have a place that it takes me to when I bought the album, when I first listened to the album, and when I first discovered it, you know, that whole feeling, not only with just from that album, but the time and the place that I was then, I was in a good place. Right, you know right. I mean? And I'm just, I'm just curious as to what other people have to say as to what their touchstone music is. Where, where's, where's the music take them when you want to go to that relaxing place? Yeah, if anybody's out there listening, you're uh, both of you. you want, yeah, if you want to join in and uh, hey, you know, uh, we have the most awesome fan in the world. Yeah, we've got uh, thousands of emails that we have to go through every week. Right. That's why we had to do, we've done two shows now with uh, listener questions. What's up there, Spignazzi? How you doing? Thousands of emails. Spignazzi. Yeah. Hey. So, yeah, we're just talking about the music we like. And this is Queens of the Stone other, Age got, Fortress. This is a good one. another one for you. This was in a movie, I think. There's an actor guy on the face of this video. Yeah. He does a lot with uh, David Grohl from the Food Fighters, and uh, okay. he's pretty well connected. It's a pretty good song. It just like ended. Your, your dog Sherman. Um, oh yeah, she took him for a walk while while I was texting back and forth. Let's start. Let's start. And a bumper walk. Came back. Just well, you you would think, um, and just shortly after we started, came back, and now Barky Barkinson is going Barky Bark, but Barkity Bark Bark Bark. <laughs> Yeah, why don't you play this one really quick so I feel part oh. of the show. Oh, you, you could have played yours, whatever. Well, I was, I'll do mine. And you, will you tell me what yours is? Yeah. And I'll pull it up, and I'm going to show. I'm gonna throw you one of mine just as, as uh, an example of something else. But go ahead. What's yours? Yeah. All right. Well, um, I, I, what I'm thinking of, I think I've got the right one. It's uh, Dig by Incubus. D-I-G. Dig it. Oh, yeah. That's not what I, I said. She Yo, you dig? Rice. I dig, baby. Cheese and so, rice. Cheese and rice, man. Uh, here we go. From the official music video. Yeah. And, you know, Incubus is another one of those bands that I'm like, I don't know anything by them. But as soon as I hear the guitar work, I'm like, oh, yeah, I know these guys. Yeah. I've heard a number of their songs. 
I kind of like the, um, and there's somebody else I, I was listening to today, like, what is it, um, Oculus, Occupus, Ocean mm-hmm. something, oh, starts with an O, uh, one of those late 90s, early 2000s bands, that has a certain sound to this, that's sort of grungy-ish sound, Oculus, um, uh, Naculation. Uh, well, it starts with an O. Um, I'll, I'll think of it. Outback. Um, outcast. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think it was. It wasn't Outcast. But it, but again, I, I hear Incubus and I'm thinking that's not my type of. Thing. But then I listen to it and I'm like, oh yeah. I saw these guys in concert at Pinon. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about it. They, they, now they sound awesome. You know, they're yeah. really entertaining. They sound. Uh, I don't think they need any auto-tune. Uh, they sound like the recording. Um, I think um, Brandon, the lead singer, I think his last name, he's very passionate, I think, about his, how he sings. You know, he, you know, he's really he, into he, it on stage. Yeah. It was a good, yeah. sh- was it, it was a a good of, show. Did he... A lot of feeling, you know? Yeah. Well, and there's nothing like going to see a concert where the guys on stage... Are really putting it out like yeah. this is the their last show ever, and if they do that all the time, whenever you see them, that's that's somebody worth going to see every time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's like yeah, this it's not just this crowd. This is the only crowd we've ever had on the planet, and we're gonna do the best show ever. And I don't care how many nights a, a, a year they do it. Right. If they do it for the night that you're there, that's a band that cares. Right, right. You know what I mean? Because you know they're doing that every night. And every crowd is the best crowd ever. This is pretty good. This is Incubus Dig. I'm going to fade that song. out. Yeah, it's an old yeah, song. It's been around it's a while. Good one. Was Never it uh, old. like early 2000s? I think so. Yeah. This is one um, considerably older, uh, and I actually the the first album by this band is one that I would listen to again. Drop the needle, let it play, because um, I just love every song on that album. They're not all awesome, but they're all good enough. But this one was from their second album, which I just really dig, and it's just like this is a mood changer. You can't be sad listening to this music. This song is just fun. This right? is an all-carpe song. Yeah. But this is just a fun song. And sure, yeah, it's 80s. And yeah, it was in a couple of movies. This, that, and the other. And it just, to me, this song takes me back to college. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I agree. And for me, college was a lot of fun. I did on occasion open a book, but college, oh, college was a lot of fun. Uh, had a lot of good buddies, and we did a lot of good music stuff. That's where I started being a DJ. Yeah. And I didn't have a dog I, back then. Yeah, well, not, it's not this case. So that's Fine Young Cannibals. She drives right. me crazy. I'm gonna, we're going to go off on a little little tangent here. Um, well, let's go off on a from, tangent. Yeah, get away from some of the 
80s music, no offense. But no, go ahead. But this is a little bit, I, I can't remember if this is the song. I got a couple songs in mind, but these guys are, are uh, bring it. Yeah. It's quick uh, so I can cover up the sound of the stupid dog. Yeah, they're Icelandic. <laughs> and uh, the, band, the name of the band is Sidarus. Uh, that's S I G U R R O S. Which one do you want? Gypsy, Queen, April Wine. Tack for right now, T A K K. I think this is the one I'm thinking of. I think. T A K K. And these guys will make your skin crawl if you go see them in concert. These guys, when it comes to music itself, are beyond brilliant. And I was going to go see him. I just came to Detroit. I was going to go see him. Um, I was going to drag you, but I figured since you spent so much money on the other tickets that I paid or bought for you, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I wouldn't drag you to this one. But if they come back next year, I might just drag you. All right. I saw him about um, 10 years ago. And this is Tack, T-A-K-K. It's only a minute and a half song. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to give you a little teaser. Right. S-I-G-U-R space R-O-S. Yeah, they're an Icelandic band. And it, I think it means, it means history rose. And I think it believes in our history. They're very creative. Yeah. yeah. They really... They actually um, recorded, I think one of their albums in the empty uh, in-ground pool in Iceland. And it was only for a peaceful reason. Do you have a towel over your head or something? Not yet. Oh, because you sounded real muffled there for a minute. Oh, right. That's all right. We still love you. I mean, I just wanted you to know that you sounded like you were, you know, <laughs> my house is going through a tunnel. Um, so, which reminded me of the uh, Cowboy Junkies. When you were talking about the way they recorded in a pool, Cowboy Junkies yeah. did uh, the Trinity Sessions in an old church. Oh yeah, yeah, like a little uh, an old chapel out in the woods, yeah. and that's where they did the version of "Sweet Jane." Right, right. And what's his name? Who wrote the song? Said he's never heard a better version of yeah, Lou Reed. his Lou Reed. Said that was the greatest version of his son, uh, cover of his song he's ever heard was by them. So this is um, this will definitely put you in a different mood. Yeah, they've been included in some uh, movies. Uh, Sky, Sky, what was that one called? Skyfall, Sky, with, with Tom Cruise, Sky something. What the hell was I don't, I know Skyfall? No. Skyfall, is that what it's called? No, that was the I don't, James, Sky, James Bond movie with Skyfall. No, it was, I don't know. It was one of those. Cigarus was in a movie? Yeah, Tom, Tom, I think Tom Cruise was in it. It was uh, um, Blue, Blue Sky, Sky Blue. I don't, I don't know. I'd have oh, to the, the one with the thing with the stuff. Yeah, that one. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. No, I know which one you're talking about. The one with the thing about the stuff with the deal. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got um, but uh, I was looking for this. Since I brought it up, since you were talking about the pool with the cigarettes, um I'm going to bring up Sweet Jane only because it is by far um, Vanilla uh, Sky. Vanilla, Vanilla Sky. Sky. Yeah. Right. Just yeah, what you some said. of their music was featured in Vanilla Sky. Okay. I didn't see it. but I didn't see the movie. Oh, well, I can't stand Tom Cruise. 
you like Tom Cruise. Yeah, it's my own problem. I, I just he's no, just you, maybe you might want to be Tom Cruise, but you gotta no. like the guy. No, I don't. He's one of the most successful actors in the world. It doesn't matter. I don't have to like him. I still you think he's like a cop. It's not to like him. He's the same guy through the whole thing. Him and uh, yeah, you can uh, like him for Top Gun. Shit, that was the best movie in the nineties. Yeah, I'm more of a goose guy. So am I. But Goose yeah. didn't make more movies. He died in the movie. How can right. he make more movies? Doesn't matter. The actor, the actor who played Goose made more movies. Uh, I can't stand Tom Cruise. You know what? Just, I, I'm just saying. I just, I don't have to like him. I don't care how famous he is. I don't have to like him. You don't even know him. I've never slept with him. And nor will you. I'm guessing. I'm pretty fine with that. Jill's back. Hey, Jill. She's probably not uh, on the water anymore. I gotta get another cocktail. You go get another cocktail. I'm gonna talk about Sweet Jane because the Cowboy Junkies put out this album. Uh, let's see. This is Caution Horses. This is the other CD of theirs. I got. I think this is 1990. I can't tell the lights bad in here. Um, but I've got um, the Trinity Sessions by the Cowboy Junkies, which I think was in the late 80s, maybe early 90s. And um, it was recorded in an old, like, worn out um, chapel in the middle of nowhere out in the fields of forests or something. And uh, they spent an entire weekend making the album. And they did this cover of Sweet Jane which is what you're hearing in the background, Cowboy Junkies doing Sweet Jane, which is a cover of Lou Reed's song, Sweet Jane. Velvet Underground. Velvet Underground. And Lou Reed at one point had made the comment publicly and privately that uh, this is the best remake of his song or cover of his song that he's ever heard. And this is, to me, that if I want to, if I'm fired up and in a pissed off mood, you put on Cowboy Junkies, and it'll just peel you back and go, all right, the world's okay. It'll be all right. And that's what we're looking for tonight is what? what's that stuff to put you in that relaxed sort of put back uh, how we're going to deal with this kind of shit mood. Uh, marijuana does that for me. Right, but I don't have access to gummies, and I'm not a smoker, so. Um, that's just how it works, man. And then, of course, Dave Matthews Band. We can get you gummies. Uh, can we get my dog some gummies? So that was I Cowboy Junkies. Canine. Sweet, dog sweet Blowing bubbles in half hour. That'd be awesome. Oh, speaking of which, uh, I'm going to let you take care of things for a second, Eric. Talk. i got to let the thing out. Hey, it's a family show. You didn't by chance overhear any of that, did you? No, Cowboy Junkies, alternative country folk band formed in Toronto. I, I know oh, yeah. from Toronto, 1985. Um, yeah, 85 was uh, this. Margot Timmons, uh, lead singer. Uh, beautiful. beautiful voice. Yeah. Uh, 1986 Stella. debut album, Canadian producer Peter Keep Moore. Going. Keep going. Okay, I hear you. Yeah. Just leave the, leave the, the gate open in the fence. Crazy old man. 
Let him let me. Hey, the dog's oh, got to get some tail, you know? Sheesh. Tail. Chase down the neighbor's dog, you know? If if only the neighbor's dog is about seven times larger than he is. Yeah, the, the Trinity session recorded in 1987 at Toronto's Church of the Holy Trinity. Yeah. So it was in <laughs> Toronto somewhere, but. Los Angeles Times named the recording one of the test, 10 best albums in 1988. Yeah. Oh, uh oh. I mean, Cowboy junkies have gone on the record. What the hell is supposed to do, you moron? With tour dates booked in 2000. What the hell is supposed You're not listening. 2023 looks like we're going to see the Cowboy Junkies. 2023? Yep. All right. That'd be a good show. Yeah, we'll have to look them up. No, my computer's doing stupid things. Um, That's why they kept jumping out at me. Yeah. Um, So do you remember... Well, here's... You remember these guys. Uh, The Mighty Lemon Drops? Yeah. This is from uh, World Without End. And you know where this one puts me? And this is kind of a story. I like this story. And I feel like talking because, you know, you let me. Um, I bought this album in Dublin. Um, and I bought the CD knowing it was the Mighty Lemon Drops and having only heard one song on the radio in Ireland. Yeah. And I said, I'm buying the whole album. And... I didn't get a chance to listen to it till I came back to America when I had a CD player. Now, when I was in Ireland, I bought 45 CDs. Oh. Because uh, we'd, we'd go to the Virgin Records store. I think we went there like four or five times uh, in Dublin, the Virgin Records store outlet, which is, I think, three floors. It was huge. And I just bought a shit ton of CDs, knowing I would listen to them when I got home. And that's where yeah. I bought the Joy Division and New Order stuff on Factory Records because it was not an import there. Um, all my Bauhaus stuff that I bought, I bought there. This Mighty Lemon Drops I bought there. I don't even know if they're from England. I don't know where they're from. I don't even care. I just love the music. But when I listen to this album, I, it, it's this particular song is the one I heard on the radio in Ireland. And I listen to this album and it puts me back in Ireland, in that rural little town that we stayed in, and that was such a great half year of just getting to know people, learning about some other cultures, and just being away from the hustle and bustle. It was so relaxing, and this album takes me there, and it's just wonderful. This little Mighty Lemon Drops, the album is World Without End, and this song is crystal clear. Um, well, after all that... that- you better play yeah. uh, Stone Roses. Oh, of course, Stone Roses. Yeah. Because um, I want to try and let the Lemon Drops here play for a minute while we try and cover up your dumbass dog while I look up Stone yeah. Roses. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you some uh, canine gummies to take care of that dog. I was thinking of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Valium? Um, yeah. Uh, hey, the gummies, they'll be seeing, like... Constellations, swirling colors, um, other dogs barking at him. Um, you may be great in the sky somewhere. That'll be great. What? Um, <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for? What uh, Stone Roses tune are you looking for? Oh, which one do you think? 
Well, I mean, you know, Fool's Gold oh, is nine, um, nine minutes. And that's a beautiful, relaxing song. And Sally Cinnamon is great. Uh, I Am the Resurrection is great. But Sugar Spun Sister, if I didn't say that one already, she plays the drums. You, you, you just pick the one you want to pick. Well, let's see. We played Fool's Gold before. We played I Want to Be Adored before. How about this one? You're not going to remember that. Just play out I Want to Be Adored. You know what I'm getting I want to be a maybe play the Ravenette. Play the Ravenette for a dual twist on it. Hold on. I gotta do a couple things here. Darn YouTube and their stinking commercials. So this is uh, Crystal Clear, Mighty Lemon Drops. Gonna be fading out here in a second. And we're gonna bring in some Stone Roses. And while I'm bringing in the Stone Roses, I'm gonna drop the things so you can listen to Stone Roses. And um, I'm going to go get some ice. All right. All right. It's a sugar spun sister. So the 11 drop protect the spawn from SP5. I'm gonna figure out where the hell they're from. Wolverine, Wolverhampton, West Midlands, United Kingdom. Whatever the hell that's But they have a very similar sound to uh, the Stone Roses. They both came out still there? Oh. And I think they're, they're both equally influential. Um, I was just. Look it up where they came from. I was kind of curious myself. Wolverhampton, so, West Midlands, England, United States. Okay. Yeah. The Stone Roses are great. This album, I'm sure you've said all the important things already, but this is their first album, and it was, what, rated oh, number was, one forever? You already yeah, read that stuff? Yeah, I was about Lemon Drops. Oh, Stone Roses. okay. Yep. So Stone Lemon Roses. Lemon Drops are from England yeah. as well? Uh, Stone Roses, Manchester, England. Yeah. You know, we did our show. We did that show uh, a couple weeks yeah. ago about Manchester, England. Stone yeah. Roses were featured, but not this yeah. song. We pulled up some other stuff. Yeah, that's another good show to go back and look at. Is our Manchester show because England really put out a whole bunch of really good stuff, including Stone Roses. So I'm gonna yeah. shut up now. And that was uh, Sugar Spun Sister. I was halfway through where it fades out, comes it's back. Like in. good, just you know, relax. Yeah, Smoke the hog blood. Um, this is a good call because this this whole album is one of those drop the needle, play the whole album. It's relaxing. It's kind of upbeat, kind of silly, a little sarcastic in spots, but it's fun. Sorry, I'm gonna shut up for a minute. Go ahead, Eric. No, I'm just, I'm trying to think of, uh, I was not prepared. I was writing so many loans today. Um, Good. Good for you. But that was being facetious, but, um, oh, okay. uh, I, but I didn't have a busy day. I'm trying to think. Did you have this kind of really, day? Who, who really grabs me for being like, I mean, I can go Smiths and all. I, I mean, I could do the usual. Right. 
Well, and that's what we're not looking for the usual. That's why I pull. I've still got a number of other ones not, that are unusual. I'm trying to get you out of the 80s and get you to something. Another Jay, realm. Right? What do you want to do tonight? The same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. I'm sorry. We're just going to try and take over the world. Um. um so here's one. I've got. I've got abandoned mine. I'm not really sure the song. Well, you think of the song while I play this one. Right. Uh, this is another one, and this is uh, 1990. Toad the Wet Sprocket. Uh, male singer. Hold on. You're looking them up? No, something's kind of popped into my head. Okay. Well, I like when stuff pops into your head. It yeah. makes for a goofy show. Yeah. Better than my pants. Hey, you know what we didn't do today yet? What? Oh, do the disclaimer. The loss is James. This is, uh, by the way, before I get into the disclaimer, this is uh, Toad the Wet Sprocket. The song has come back down from their Toad the Wet Sprocket album somewhere in the 90s. The loss is James Walker Statler. Waldorf provided us with the following disclaimer in order to keep us out of jail. <gasps> Please listen at your own risk. These guys are mildly insane. The views expressed by the host are not necessarily as rational human beings. All shows are of the research presented by idiots. That's humanic. Any semblance of intelligent thoughts are purely coincidental. Should not be considered factual. Any pro- this program is not endorsed by any team, group, band, organization, or tribe, or teething babies. Uh, no animals were harmed in the production of the show. Please check with your doctor prior to listening to the show. Not available in Colorado and Delaware. So that is the disclaimer. Uh, we do claim fair use, and we're already like 98 minutes into the show, and we're going to play the music. We're going to play I the got music. Got one for you when you're because ready. we want people to buy the music. We don't. We're not making any money off this, and that's no. why we're claiming fair use. So go ahead. So I'm going to finish up with Toad the Wet Sprocket. Come back down. Um, the album is Pale. This another drop the needle and play, and it's all like this, similar Toad to Wet this. Sprocket. Toad the Wet Sprocket. It's a fun name. It's a Monty Python yeah. callback. Is that what that um, is? Yeah. I just sent somebody a Monty Python snippet of the Killer Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because why wouldn't you? I don't know nice one of my favorite. Yeah, one of my favorite shows is uh, the Twit Olympics. Oh, yes. We've talked yeah. about that one. That's yeah. a good one. Uh, or I got one have- for you. All right, uh, so I'm going to fade out Toad the well, Wet Sprocket. This one, this one makes this one pulls tears out of my eyes. Um, there's two songs. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to give you this one. I, I can't remember it exactly. I haven't heard, right. heard, heard it in a long time. But uh, Jeff Buckley Grace. Oh my God! If there's not a better, if there's not a better singer, you want the acoustic version? Uh, it doesn't matter. It's either Grace, is we got. It's Grace uh, or Hallelujah, one of the two. But God, I haven't heard Grace. Well, there is. Uh, he does a lot of this live. Yeah, this he's live better live. I have no listening. He, he passed. He, he, he passed. Jeff, tell, why don't you tell us about Jeff Buckley? Well, let me. I, I know a little bit about him. I don't know a ton about him, but I, I'm going to pull up uh, Wikipedia just to see if I can fill in some gaps. Yeah, because um, uh, this is. I'm sorry. Let's let's do. You know what? This is even worse. Let's do Jeff Buckley last goodbye. Oh, uh, well, I, I just pulled up Grace. Oh, we'll play Grace. 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 He doesn't matter. 
Um, so tell me about Jeff Buckley. Uh, God. Uh, American songwriter, song, let me see. So American songwriter, song singer, writer, artist. Um, father of Tim Buckley, uh, folk singer. Um, he wrote a song about his death on his last album. He passed shortly after by drowning in the Mississippi River. Oh my God! Yeah, very so, interesting story. Long, when did he pass? It's been a little while. He um, one of his best songs, one of his most memorable songs, is by uh, it's a remake of Leonard Cohen's "Hallelujah," and right. it is his voice, as you can hear, is. He's got a um. If, if I can interrupt just just for a second, his the so guitar much. work I'm listening to right now. This is live Grace, Jeff Buckley. This is live on GLR 1994. But his guitar work is it just yeah. It's acoustic and it just flows. There's a um. It's not complex. It's no. not like you know Melodic. super picky. Yeah, it's not yeah. super picky and super, you know, flashy or anything. It's just you can, you, but you can feel every strum he's putting something it, into it. Yeah, it doesn't have to tell its own story. Yeah, and this is a minute and fifty into it, and it's all—it's just all instrumental. And now he sings. Mm. I like his voice. Yeah. Yeah. He's got that uh, sort of a soulful, folky voice. Yeah. I like it. A little bit mesmerizing, a little bit hypnotic. Well, and that's, you know, that could be another show. Is what, what songs bring you to tears? Yeah. You know, and, you know, I could see where this one could get you. Yeah. yeah. What was the other one you wanted? Hallelujah? Yeah, that that's a tearjerker. It's one of the best songs I think that's ever been recorded, at least in the last 40 years, when it comes to the style of music. I'm not discounting anybody else's songs. I'm saying it's just incredibly well done. Here we go. Let's into it. Just him on a stage with a guitar. How old was he when he passed? He was young. Uh, well, he was born in 66. And uh, he died in 97. So he was 27. 27. No, is that right? No, we date. Uh, no, 30, it's not right. 30, 30. <laughs> Most 27. I was, I was just trying to put him in the 27 club. Yeah, died in Tennessee. Yeah, Mississippi River. Right oh, after, right after his, he released his album. Uh, There's a song that, you said yeah. he wrote. He wrote a song on the album about his death. Yeah, I've got the album. I just haven't listened to it, and I'm drawn a blank. Have you taken it out of the plastic? <laughs> I've taken things out of the plastic. Well, no, I mean that particular album. You bought the album, but did you take it? it is no, it I, so I've emotional got, that you can't take it out of the plastic. No, no, no nothing like that. It's it really a good I, 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 yeah, I don't. I don't have okay. it. All right. 
Well, because I have the, um, what is it, Flight 93 movie mm, from 9-11. I have that oh. movie. Uh, I have yet to take it out of the plastic. I bought it in 2004 or whenever it first came out. Yeah. I just haven't had the heart to take it. I've never seen the movie. I know the story, but I haven't had the heart to take it out of the plastic and, and watch the movie. Um, I was just wondering if this album was that type of thing for you. You know, I used to play this often. I haven't played it in a while. It's just a good did you album ever, kind of reflect. On, you know, did you ever see... Um, the movie, uh, what's the one? The really dark movie with the superheroes, where this song is featured. Not the Jeff no. Buckley version, but the original. Oh, uh, Leonard name? Cohen. Leonard Cohen's version of Hallelujah is in, um, and they did a series on it too on Netflix, I think. Um, I can't think of it. It's like the. The glowing blue hero guy, and then the comedian guy who's a, like a hero, anti-hero. Mm. Anyways, any of you who can piece that together and, and make it actually sound like a rational thought, there's a scene in this movie where two of the heroes are jumping each other's bones, and Hallelujah is playing just after they saved a bunch of people from a burning fire in a right. building. And this song is playing and it's the Jeff Beck version and it's all oh, so good. I can care less about the scene. I mean, it's, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to say this quickly. PJ yeah. Harvey knew him personally in the song Memphis. She takes lines from a song on his unfinished album, morning theft. And in her own words, reflects on Jeff Buckley's death in Memphis dies suddenly at the wonderful age. We're ready to go. And then Chris Cornell wrote, Wave Goodbye, which appeared on his first solo album, Euphoria Morning for Buckley. And, uh, Rufus Wainwright wrote something. And also, Juliana Hatfield, Trying Not to Think About It, from the album Please Do Not Disturb, was written about Jeff Buckley. Lana Del Rey, Gods and Monsters, was direct nod at Buckley's former band. Del Rey had Buckley as influence. Bono often plays tribute to Buckley and wants to Jeff Buckley. Jeff Buckley was a pure drop in Ocean of Men. So what you're telling me is there's enough people who have done covers yeah. and other stuff, tributes to Jeff Buckley, yeah. that Jeff Buckley is worth looking up and listening to his full discography. I'm trying to teach you, Alcarafe. I'm trying to teach No, no, I'm, and I'm totally fine with this. Uh, this is PJ Harvey right now playing Memphis. This yeah. is the Jeff Buckley tribute. You said it, I pulled it up. Who loves you, baby? I'm on. Hey, I appreciate it. Better than I'm your boy. Out. <laughs> well, there's that too. <laughs> which goes back the to our family, culture war thing, but we're gonna deal with that another day. Yes, yeah. exactly. But this is PJ Harvey doing Memphis, which is a Jeff Buckley tribute. So Jeff Buckley did a song called Memphis. Who's PJ Harvey? Why is that familiar? You don't know P.J. Harvey? I recognize his voice, and I recognize the name, but it's just, you know, I've had like 17 pints of adult beverages. Yeah, look up uh, P.J. Harvey. I mean, it's not a... Um, how about uh, P.J. P.J. Harvey 
I take that back. Sorry. Down um, by the Queens, water? No, Queens of the Stone Age, Make It With You. It looked for the live version with PJ Harvey. Make it with WITU. Uh, and with PJ Harvey? Yeah. <clears throat> Let's see what happens when I pull that up. Desert Sessions. Yeah. That's Josh, a good one. Josh, Josh Home and PJ Harvey. Make it. I yep. uh, want to make it with you. Yeah. Let's pull it up. Let's see what happens. Uh, let's uh, mute this for a second. And so, tell me about PJ Harvey. Why? Why is this familiar to me? Well, again, she's kind of like she's from the UK, I believe. <clears throat> um, a little bit kind of a folk writer. Um, I don't think she ever really made it big, you know. But it's a uh, name I recognize. Yeah, kind of like, kind of like. Uh, Sinead O'Connor, you know, kind of, she was there, but never really made it big. Um, PJ Harvey. Well, Sinead Ho- made it big. Holly You're thinking more like somebody like, uh, like maybe the Sundays, who. Yeah, or, I'm trying to think of somebody like Crash Vegas, who were good, but just never made it huge. Yeah. But they've got these great. Go ahead. Go on. I'm sorry. Uh, let me see. Harvey. English songwriter, singer, musician. Um, got started around '88, which is a little bit more recent. Okay. Um, let's see. She's been around. She's been, she's had some. She sang with Josh Homme on this on this song. Right. This she's is got a desert song sessions. There, but I want to make it with you. big. So I want to make it with you. Who is yeah. who? Who originally who wrote this song? Um, I think Josh Homme did in Queen's uh, Stumpage. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we've made we've made a leap, and that's okay. I just want to follow where we're going. That's all. Yeah, yeah. Josh Homme was Queens of the Stone Age. Yes, he's the lead singer for Queens of the Stone Age. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's why the voice is familiar. And this is PJ Harvey singing with make him. It She's got a nice voice. And so is Josh. I'm writing down. Well, yeah, PJ Harvey, he's all right. But you know me, I love my chicky voices. Try to try to expand your mind. Well, and you have, you, Eric. As much as you, of, you, a little you, bit of a time. I want to expand your mind. I want to do this. I want to do that. Every t- every show, you expand my mind. No, I appreciate that. Whether whether you think you do or not, every show what? I'm like, oh, well, there's a little nugget of something here, a little yeah. nugget of something there. There's always something. And I really hope that other people get, you know, whether it's mostly it's going to be from you, but if they get something from me or you and yeah. be able to go, well, yeah, well, that, I see what they're saying about that particular song. Or, you know, I wish Bill Carpenter would shut the fuck up so I could hear the song. Remember, the, remember what I was but, sending you know, about? Go ahead um, and listen to it on your own. Yeah, Araya Bean, remember that one? Yeah. Beam. Yes. Uh, I'm not looking it up right now. Tweed, that was by. Uh, oh, That's all right. But I really like her voice. Isn't it? No, she's she's talent. She got talent. She just yeah. never really hit it big, you know? 
Right. She's not a Kate Bush. No, no. That's another. That's another one. Well, but and you know, and class. I was going to pull up some Kate Bush to play, but I chose not to. But that's another one. You know, if you're in a funk and you need to get out of that funk, you put on some Kate Bush. It'll put you in a different mood. Yeah. It's that's a. And that's all we're talking about is, is mood adjustment songs. You know, what what is it for you? For me, I know it's, you know, Kate Bush, Cowboy Junkies, Love and Rockets, Chardet, Toad the Wet Sprocket, Crash Vegas, oh, yeah. Mighty Lemon Drops, you know, bands like that. Ooh, those are my... Ooh. What do you... A True Widow by... Four Teeth by True Widow. I'm four trying to find a riot bean. Yeah. True. You want four teeth by True Widow? Yeah, it's a little dark, but you know, it's kind of whatever. I've played this one before somewhere. Yeah, a while, while back. But oh, okay. riot bean, I think, is a little bit better, but for some reason, I think I'm spelling it wrong. Oh. Well, once you figure it out, let me know. Yeah, that'll be my, my last night. Oh, I remember this one, yeah. Yeah. And this is another, this is like a, this is a very unique sound. Um, again, this is True Widow, the band. Four Teeth is the song. Tell us about Four Teeth. Or True, tell us about True Widow. Oh, uh, yeah. This is a two, that, okay. 2000, I'm going to make you look it up. Apparently, this is a 2013 song. Uh, I think so. Mm hmm. Which is nice. I mean, I, I have no problem coming up current-ish, you know. Uh, American Rock I've, Band, 2007, Dallas-based. Dallas, okay. Uh, Love her voice. I remember this. Yeah, let them voice. be cited as a drop-tune, slow, repetitive, heavy, dreamy, undeniable, eerie, wormy. Ear, oh, I'm sorry, earwormy. That's kind of interesting. But it's got that bluesy kind of like who's that band we're going to see on, one of the witches yeah la witch this has a little bit of the la witch bit. feel to it yeah 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 but this is a dallas band la witches from where now la actually la oh well that would make sense with their name yeah. la witch yeah which is different than all the witches um you saw and, la witch with all them witches i did how do you how do they compare? You think, uh, they were both great. Her? Whoever the opening band was, which I thought was L.A. Witch, right? Correct. The All Girls. Yep. Um, I thought they were way better than All Them Witches. All Them Witches were good. It was, and there was a good following for them uh, in Detroit. They they had a great show. It, both bands were great, but I really. My personal taste, I enjoyed L.A. Witch a lot better. And aren't we going yeah, well, to see L.A. Witch? Yeah, August 5th, I looked up the opening band. I got to yeah. send it over to you, but I think you're going to like them a lot, too. Oh, don't tease me. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I kind of I, I got a good gist of what you like because I've known you for a while. So right. I, I, I got to look them back up with names on a blank. Oh, okay. Um, but, um... It, it, Again, this is this similar is to this, but with a, a male book. Oh, okay. I, I'm excited. This is going to be fun. We've got um, August, September, October is going to be crazy with uh, concerts, right? Yeah, August 15th is uh, Peter Hook. 
Peter Hook. Yep. And, and then Pepper is Bauhaus. When's LA Witch? August 5th. So we got a lot of shit going on. Yeah, Do we have we tickets got... for LA Witch already? No. All right. Like 20 bucks it. before. All right. We'll, buy, we'll, go to the, we'll buy them at the door. Yeah. I'll be all right. And they got, I'll, uh, pay for, I'll pay for my own. And I'll still buy you beer anyway. Yeah, much appreciated. We got Dead King Dance in April next year. About time I pony it up, right? Yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. You have to cut back on the soda pops. Or the good and plenty. You mean the uh, apple whiskey? Hey, don't even, don't even get me around uh, apple crown. That's what I'm having tonight. Yeah. In your that's honor, like, your honor. That's like, that's like crack. Oh, here's one. I got to change right, one, this for sure. One more after this, and then I'm I'm done with the, re, with the request. All right. Um, you won't have any more after this? No, I think we're getting on to an hour, hour, hour and a half. All right. Hour and well, ten minutes. Is, so... While I'm playing Q Lazarus, while I'm playing Q Lazarus, I'm going to talk about the other ones I'm not going to play, which um, the album by The Cure, 17 Seconds. Oh, we saw that, yeah. Huh? Oh, my God. This is the one off. uh, Yeah. Sounds of the Lambs. Yeah. I didn't know you knew this. I was always wondering who this was. It's Q Lazarus. Q Lazarus. Wow. Q Lazarus. Put um, the lotion is... in the basket. No, no, hold on. Wait a second. Where did it go? I just. Um, I've got uh, Goodbye Horses by Put Q Lazarus. The, the, the letter Q space L A Z Z A R U S. Goodbye Horses. This is an early 80s tune. But no, I, there, there was there's some that, you know, when it comes to. Adjusting attitudes. I'll put on the Cure 17 seconds from 1980, 81, or whatever, when this album came out, and drop the needle and play. And the whole album is phenomenal. It's a, it's the, there were like three or four Cure albums that were there and awesome before the Cure became famous. Before yeah. Head on the Door, before 1986, 85 with Head on the Door. Um, and then another band, well, actually, I need to play this too. I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm, we're going to, no boy. We fade out. Well, because, you know, honestly, this is one. Um, I Hurry think up, this is a 19. I, I have. What's up, Eric? Eric's here, so we're going to talk to Eric. This is like a 1989, uh, I have the CD. This is a band called Lava Hay, L-A-V-A-H-A-Y. And this is like, the whole album is similar to this sound, where it's solid drums, easy guitar, great harmonics between the two gals singing. It's just, it's fun. And this is one of those, if I'm in a really shitty mood, I will drop this one for sure. And this is a song called Baby by Lava Hang. It's not a bad pull. And it's just fun. Yes, I am reliving my youth. 
<laughs> I saw that. You think I don't pay attention? I, I don't, but sometimes I do, barely. And of course Eric's here, because why wouldn't you be? Eric, thanks for stopping by there. But, I mean, Eric, what do you think of this, what you've been listening to for the last 30 seconds? Your thoughts? You may not have any. Really? This doesn't do anything for you? Oh, it sounds very good to me. That's it? No, I've got to type it in. Listen. Well, I see what Eric's saying. I want to know what you're Eric, you Eric are saying. No, I like it. It reminds me of a little bit of Junkies. Little, uh, it reminds me of, um, you know, Lead uh, 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 Singer of the Bengals. No, um, the other one. Hmm. Uh, Bananarama? Yeah. Yeah. I hear no, you. Uh, what's her name? Last name? No, uh, Belinda Carlisle. No, the other one. The other one, yeah. Not. Uh, Good old what's her name? She's my favorite. What of Egyptian? Not Oh, you're thinking of the um, Bengals. Walk like an yeah. Egyptian. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter. So, do you ever, Eric, do you ever listen to classical music? Um, when I was in college, yeah. it was either art appreciation. Right. Or music appreciation, so I chose music appreciation. Mm -hmm. I learned all about the Baroque period and all that kind of stuff. If it ain't Baroque, don't fix it. Exactly. Right. The words. So, what I'm throwing here at you is Mendelssohn, um, Symphony 4 in A, Italian. It's the first yeah. movement. And this is um, actually featured in the movie Breaking Away from 1980. Uh, the um, bicycle, the, remember that bicycle movie? Yeah, yeah, I do remember. I never saw yeah. it. I, I remember bits and pieces that I, I've seen. Um, my buddies and I watched this movie because uh, we actually watched it the weekend before we went to our first Belle Isle Marathon. Oh, um, yeah. Because we used to ride the 200-mile and 24-hour marathon on Belle yeah. Isle. It's a five-mile track, and you'd have to ride it however many times, five times, whatever makes 200. Yeah, it's like 200 um, times, wasn't it? What's that? I don't know. I don't know. It was, it, the, my buddies did the same thing. They rode like yeah. for a, almost a full day. Yeah, you ride for 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. And it was five of us, and we'd watch this. We watched the movie. And I had this on my headphones, on my Walkman, while we were riding, and we would ride, you know, the inline as you're supposed to. Right. When you're turn, yeah, um, turn that noise maker off for a minute. I did. It's done. All right, here we go. Um, here we go. Here we go. Shh. Do it. I'll finish my story another night. Yeah, it's good. It wasn't important. Let's up. This is a Raya Bean Kiev. A Raya? Look that from Wikipedia for me. 
Ariah, A-R-I-A-H, Bean. B-E-I-N-G? Yeah, E-I-N. Ooh, I like the voice. Is that a chicky voice? Is that a dude with a... It's a high-pitched dude. All right, I like that. Ooh, sort of like James. A little bit. We talked about this. Yeah. And James was also on my list of drop the needle and play. James, for, uh, the one with Sit Down and Laid, that yeah. album that yeah. I can't think of at the moment. I didn't cue it yeah. up. I'm not bothered with it. It was just one of those going to be the mentions. Um, but no, that's a good one. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I like that voice. It, you know, here's another one. Um, and you know this band, but you don't probably remember this song. Um, when I lived in Grand Rapids, when I lived upstairs in an upstairs apartment over the Yester Dog, which was, which is a um, world famous hot dog place in Grand Rapids. Wow. If you ever go to Grand Rapids, you go to the hot dog place. It's Yester Dog. Um, and I lived upstairs in an apartment in a closet with two other guys in a two bedroom and I had the closet of one of the bedrooms. Really? Um, yeah. I, I it was a walk-in closet. I put my bed on the floor. It was crazy. But um, the only thing that, it, I mean, they were like, yeah, you can live with us, sure. Because uh, I got kicked out of the last two places I lived in because the guys that I lived with got kicked out. Oh, um, yeah, blame it on the other guys. If I told you the full story, you'd go, you're kidding me. Um, and dude, I can't believe that happened to you. But so anyways, I was living with these two guys. One was a buddy of mine, John from Denmark. And the other was this guy, Mike, who was like a professional contractor, um, designs buildings kind of guy, architect. (laughs) I lived in their closet as a college student. And they're like, sure, you can hang out with us because you've got a great stereo. Bring that with you. Right, right. And I would play this album for us, and we would sit um, until 2, 3 in the morning with, like, a bunch of my buddies and a bunch of their buddies. We'd be playing cards or some other drinking game um, until, like, 3, 4 in the morning. And if we ran out of beer, three of us worked at the liquor store across the street from where I lived. Right, right. So we would just go over there, use their codes, get in, drop some money on the counter, go, Schmitty, this is for, you know, this case of beer here. We'd show it to the camera. Here's the case of beer we're taking. Here's the money we're putting down. See you later. You know, and it was like so illegal to be getting beer and shit and liquor and stuff after hours. Yeah. But, hey, we had the keys, and we just did it because it was right across the road. And we would play... I, I don't know how many times I played this album. This is Love and Rockets. The album is Seventh Dream of Teenage Heaven. This song is If There's a Heaven Above. And this is another one of my drop the needle, play the whole, play the whole thing. Just go. You know? And when we were doing stuff, it was I had the five-pack CD player so I could put yeah. five CDs in, five albums in and just let them play all the way through or I put them on random or whatever and it would just select from these five and it, it was like seventh dream of teenage heaven 
um, we'd throw in a Smith CD and a couple of other the really good, you know, Love and Rockets, Tones on Tail, or uh, um, what's what's uh, Echo and the Bunny Man, something. Just yeah. we throw these in there and just let them random, and we could have 14 hours of music and just not hear the same song twice. It was crazy. But to me, this seventh dream of Teenage Heaven is probably my favorite Love and Rockets album. And that's just what I'm telling you, Eric, buddy. I love you, brother. This is my favorite. That's all I got to say about that. But you know something else, though, Eric? What? What? You got to hear this. Honest, I went out of gas. I had a flat tire. I, I didn't have enough money for cab fare. My trash didn't come back from the cleaners. An old friend came in from out of town. Someone stole my car. There was an earthquake. A terrible flood. Locust, it wasn't my fault, I swear to God. Animal House. Blues Brothers. <laughs> right. Oh, you're on Animal House. You're a goddamn disgrace. A vicious mother, isn't he? Yeah. You can't do that to our pledges. Only we can do that to our pledges. Woo! Yeah, there you go. You asked for Animal House. I gave it to you. Yeah, I'm not kidding. So, um, I was going to close out with a different Six and the Seven song, but I know that you really like this one. Um... And let's talk about this for a minute because we started talking about it, then we got interrupted. And you had more to say about this song. Well, I just remember this from the movie. What was it? What what movie though? Because I don't remember what movie it's from. Come on. That's the lamp. Which one? Come on, let me think. Is this um? Is that the one with uh? With um, uh, the redhead guy. What's the name? What's the name of the group? I, I don't know. What is the name of this group? You're playing? Oh, Q Lazarus. How do you spell that? The letter Q space yeah. L A Z Z A R U S. Some kind of wonderful. Was this in some kind of wonderful? Good Horses? Goodbye Horses by Q Lazarus. I think it was in some kind of wonderful. Is it the one you're playing? That's, a, that's what's playing right now. Q Lazarus, Goodbye Horses. Huh. Was it the Sounds of the Lambs? Right, totally. Really? Yeah. Silence of the Lambs? Yeah, when, um, when what's his face is in his his house and he's down in the basement and he's stitching up the skin and he carved off the back of the that young lady yeah just playing the background that's horrible yeah remember the style what uh lotion in the basket (laughs) no i i vaguely remember science of the lambs i watched only parts of it Oh, it was not one of those movies that I watched. That's like saying, like, you know, I, I never seen uh, Shawshank Redemption. 
I saw that 17 times. Every time it comes on TV, yeah. I watch it. Yeah. I love that movie. His name, sir. Asshole. Major asshole. And his cousin? He's an asshole, too, sir. Gunners made first class Philip Asshole. How many assholes we got on this ship, anyhow? Go! Funny shit. I'm surrounded by assholes. Eric, you're nope. surrounded by assholes. I am, actually. Yes, and it's and that those assholes are me. Well, what <laughs> the hell is supposed to do, you moron? All right, let's put what some the- music on. You know, um, so what I was going to do is yeah. this. Um, we've been talking a lot about what's coming up, right? Yep. Uh, you and I are going to go to a bunch of concerts, this, that, and the other. Um, and that'll be fun. But what's coming up is a local Detroit activity. And that is the Hamtramck Music Festival. I still don't have details from my brother. I still got to get in touch with yeah. him. You got to get Instagram. Yeah, we got to do something. But regardless, uh, Hamtramck News Festival happening uh, mid-August. If you're going to be in Detroit, go ahead and be part of it. Um, you'll you'll get to meet me because I'll probably be one of the ones selling wristbands at the home office of wherever it is, and Eric will probably be there with me too. Right? You're gonna be you're gonna be participating. Yep. 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 Because I already I already told John we're both in, and we'll figure it out. But um, one of the local bands that probably won't be playing because they're semi-defunct at this point, but a number of the guys are very intricate in organizing this whole plan is Six and the Sevens. And they've got a number of albums you can find on YouTube. This is from Songs About Girls. And since we're leaving, we're leaving the show, this is Leave the Leaving to Me. By six and the seven. How do you feel about that, Eric? No, it's a lovely song. Appropriate. Leave the leaving to me, and we're going to be doing the leaving. You know what we need to do? Yeah. Is finish with what the hell we're supposed to do, you moron. Well, you'll hear it in a second, and then you're going to cut out, and you're going to go. Oh, yeah. Screw that Bill guy. He's crazy. What the hell is supposed to do, you moron? What the hell is supposed to do, you moron? I'm going to keep playing this until you get rid of me. What the hell is supposed to do, you moron? What the hell is supposed to do, you moron? 